Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District, episode 118. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner. No Trev today. Mm. Uh, Trev is taking care of some business down there in Lexington, Virginia. The Sky Bar is open for private parties. You just have to message them and get that set up. That's down in Sky Bar, Lexington, Virginia. But that's what he is working on today. We've got quite the show, though, without him here as we stream live every Wednesday here on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at 7.30 Eastern. Episode 118 is going to be a banger there for you on those platforms and on your favorite audio platforms afterwards. Just make sure you check those out wherever you can get your podcasts. Uh, here in the cool down, we're going to have our final mock draft as the draft is tomorrow. And while we will be doing a live show tomorrow, we're going to be giving you one heck of a show today with that uh, mock draft there in the cool down for the game. We are joined by commanders NFL analyst Logan Paulson is going to join us and give us some of that inside skinny on uh, on where the commanders might be going for 16 or what they're looking at here in the draft. In the warm-up brought to you by Don't Sleep Energy, uh, we're going to be talking about the Chase Young fifth option officially being declined. Team mm. came out and said that they will not be taking that fifth-year option for Chase Young. We'll talk about that. And then Anthony Richardson is getting some buzz with the commanders as it happened to be kind of put out there by Albert uh, Breer uh, that Matt Herney has advocated for Anthony Richardson. All that's coming up here on your Don't Sleep Energy, the warm-up. Uh, Don't Sleep Energy, use the code REF the district. Get yourself 10% off for the entire order, whether that be some swag or the drinks, which they have sugar-free back in stock. Oh, yeah. So you can get as much as you want and get that discount there, 10% off. Don'tsleepenergy.com. Shop local. These guys are uh, these are DMV people here, so make sure you, you you hit them up for that. We got a lot of people in the chat already. Want to appreciate those who are coming around twelve hours after Stoner already scheduled us. Stoner botched it this morning. Uh, had had put out the uh, the show at seven thirty a.m. Of course, we stream live seven thirty p.m. Uh, we apologize for those who are waiting for a live show this morning, uh, but we appreciate those jumping in here. We got Michael. We got first string in the house. We appreciate Toothpick and the gang joining us here. Doug, we got EP. Uh, we got Rockman. We got Yam coming all the way from Japan. Love it to see everyone here. Let's talk this Anthony Richardson thing here as I'm looking at your Gators Cup in the background, Stoner. Mm. Uh, you also advocate for anthony richardson formerly known as ar-15 um why do you advocate for him and do you think that there's any truth to herney uh being somebody who advocates for him here for the burgundy and gold no i don't think there's any truth to that that's just a bunch of uh lion season type information he's he's trying to maybe get somebody to move up with washington that's the only thing I could think of uh, to if if Anthony Richardson starts falling and start getting close, then, oh, Washington maybe wants him. Maybe we'll have to move. I don't know what, what See, that part. Is. I never really understood. Right. Because if you yeah. if you think Washington wants them, you're not trading with Washington. You're trading, yeah, you're trading with the people with ahead of Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's me, that, that, I never understood that that kind of concept there. Uh, obviously, you want to in that same regard, though. 
having people trade up for a guy you're not actually interested in and you jump ahead and they take a guy you're not interested in, that means the guy that you want might yeah. might be there, right? Yeah, that's fair. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes with uh, Marty Herney and all these other guys. I mean, it's absolute complete lion season. The things that they're doing to some of these guys, though, like the C.J. Strauss leaking his S2 score just so maybe he'll drop to somebody at 9 or 10 or something in that area. Some of those quarterback-starved teams are hoping that he'll fall that far so they start leaking bad information or they start leaking good information on Will Levis because they don't want to have that uh, choice. They don't want to be left with that choice. Yeah, let's saying, have more oh, good Levis. Will Levis information come out. So <laughs> yeah. I don't see his name at 16. This is a Mac yeah, Jones situation exactly. from a couple years ago I agree. where people were like, oh, Washington can take Mac Jones. I was like, please, for the love of goodness, do not take him. So happy to see Mac Jones taken before Washington got a pick. Uh, but I, I love Jamin Davis. But yeah, I love Anthony Richardson. I love everything about him. He is, uh, he is, he's got all the tools. We don't know a whole lot about him because he only played. I think it's like seventeen games. Maybe it's not even that. Maybe it's thirteen it's, games. Whatever. He's a very young is. player with very little experience. Yes, that but means he it's going is, to take some time for him to develop as sure. a QB. And that's sure. It's, I don't think a team that absolutely needs a quarterback right now should be taking him. I think mm -hmm. a team that has somebody already established, or they have a Gardner Minshew type in Indianapolis as their placeholder, that's where I think he would be perfect. So Gardner Minshew can hold it down for a year or two. But T TJ doesn't seem to be on the 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 Richardson bandwagon here. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's got a rocket arm. Mm -hmm. He's got uh he can run. He's a big kid. He's got a good head on his shoulders. Uh he, I mean there's the instance where he was called AR15 and after one of the big school shootings he said, "You know what? I can't do this anymore." Uh, when since when does a 20-year-old kid think that far ahead or think some of something yeah. bigger than himself. And he said, I've got to get rid of that moniker of the AR 15, because it's just not good. Uh, it just doesn't set a, a good tone or good. Uh, yeah. E good even look. if it is a commercial publicity thing, it's yeah. still something at least that he's, uh, he's socially conscious enough to, yeah, to like think that. about it. Um, I mean, a lot, you mentioned a lot of you mentioned a lot of great traits there, and there are a lot mm -hmm. of fans advocating for a tight end in the first round. Uh, sure. So, I mean, I mean, this is one of the things. I, I'm this is very poor of me, by the way. I'm not. I'm not trying to put him into the typical. He's an athlete. Just play him as a as a tight end or a running mm -hmm. back or anything like that. Um, but that is on that end. I'm not going to say but because if that that negates what I just said before there. On that particular note, he is that superb of an athlete, of a football mm -hmm. talent. Even mm -hmm. if he doesn't work out as a passer, you have the opportunity to use him on the field. So even if you don't necessarily have a Gardner Minshew type, you know, player, just being able to use a player of that talent, yeah, and that ability could be good for your team. Now, I do want to see some team try to develop him as a passer. I do have serious concerns. I mean, his his, his completion percentage is in the 50s. Sure. It's very, I'm very concerned. rare. It's very, very rare that you see a college quarterback elevate their, their, 
their completion percentage. I have uh, seen it, but you're and, right. It's and, rare. Yeah, it's it's rare. It's kind of like Usually how anytime somebody are. points out a Tom Brady, you know, those are the those those are the albatrosses. Mm-hmm. Those aren't those yeah. are not the the ones who um you typically see. So, but I mean, with that, he's young uh, and he's he's got a lot of the, you know QB is one of the positions that benefits from a lot of reps. He doesn't have a lot of reps, and so yeah. if he's there at sixteen, I would cringe oh, at the selection. He's there at sixteen. I am screaming at the Martys and Ron to run his name up to the podium. I, love, I don't think he'll be there at 16, love, but yeah, if he's there he at 16, it's, it's where I'm at with a uh, spoiler alert for a mock draft later. It's kind of where I'm at with a uh, Bashan Robinson as well. So it's like, yeah. if, if that's the selection at 16, I'm going to cringe. I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to necessarily, I'm not, not unhappy with it because that's a talent. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's a superb talent, but, just not where I would have gone. So. It, it would be really weird. It, it would be, it it would just throw us all for a loop though, because all they've talked about this entire off season is how they're going to give this kid, Sam Howell, a chance. And you don't say that the entire off season, whether you believe it or not, you don't say that all off season and bring in another quarterback for $8 million a year, which is a fairly hefty price, and then turn around and draft a project. If you're drafting Bryce Young, that's different because now you're getting almost a sure thing. And I think C.J. Stroud is also pretty much a sure thing. But you don't draft a project when you've already got a project on your roster that you've told everybody you're building around. So I don't think that that is going to actually happen, even if he is available. I'd love for it to happen. But it would just it would make my brain explode thinking that Sam Howell is already there. But I love everything about Anthony Richardson. I think he's going to be a star. I, I don't like to compare other players, players to other players, because for every player you can compare him to, you can always bring up the exact opposite. Sure. But to me, he is exactly what Josh Allen was coming out of Wyoming. We didn't know a whole lot about him. We didn't. We know he was a big, strong kid, who, uh, as toothpick, I'm assuming that's toothpick in um, uh, at first string there, said couldn't hit the water from the ocean. That was Josh Allen coming out of Wyoming. He was still picked top ten, and his first year he still couldn't hit water from the ocean. Josh Allen, but he developed. He de- kept developing, and he had great coaching. With with uh, Sean McDermott and uh, who's the dunk in uh, uh, the Giants now? The head coach for the Giants, Dabble Dabble. Yeah, Dabble. He had great coaching, and that developed him into the quarterback that he is today. So, in the right situation with the right coaching, I think that's what Anthony Richardson can be. Is Josh yeah. Allen? The yeah, the Josh Allen one, I think, is where a lot of teams kind of want to hit, uh, right? They want to find these diamonds in the rough, and you're and you're right. Uh, Josh Allen, fifty six uh, percent, uh, you know, completion rating there in Wyoming at college. Yeah. Uh, the bigger difference, though, is he is that's over the course of twenty seven games. Sure, he had and more experience. Six hundred and near, nearly six hundred and fifty passes. So yeah, I'm not trying to say that it's exactly the same that he's the exactly the same person. But what I am trying to say is that there are times there there are guys you can compare him to who have succeeded. And when Allen came out, Allen was a not a good 
was not an accurate passer, but he was big, strong, athletic, had all the talent, and he developed. And that's what I think Anthony Richards, Richardson could be. There's 100 quarterbacks in the last 20 years that had all the talent that Anthony Richardson had, maybe not all the talent, but had a lot of the same talents, same attributes that didn't work out as well. So I get that. But the scouts have looked at him, and they have decided he's going to probably be a top 10 pick. And if I was if I was uh, that team, it would have to be a team to where he's not starting right away. It couldn't be a team like Houston. Because in Houston, well, maybe not Houston's not the right one too because Davis Mills is pretty good. But, I mean, he is. He's fairly good. He's got the same stats as Justin Fields. Just he's saying. okay. Anytime I bring up those stats, because I ask <laughs> what would be a successful season for how that you'd keep yeah. him, I give Davis Mills stat right. line, and they're like, no, you got to move on from him. It's like, that's <laughs> where Davis Mills is. Right. But, I mean, I, you, you know that I mean, liked him. I thought I, I, I wanted Davis Mills as a fourth rounder or fifth rounder the year that he was coming out. You can't, you can't be a team like Carolina. Carolina has the number one pick. Bryce Young is going to get drafted there, and Bryce Young is going to play day one, game one, preseason game one, regular season game one. Bryce Young will be the starter. But you can't have him in, at a team that is needs him to start right away. I think so, somebody just kind of put a, a little bit in there about Aaron Rodgers and Favre. Yeah, the Trey Jets Huff, would be a, a great situation. Now, they've got Zach Wilson still that's supposed to sit there and Develop yeah, I'm them. pretty sure they're done with Zach Wilson. I think they are too. That's what I'm saying. So maybe the Jets at whatever they swapped with Green Jets Bay do still have uh, seven. They're behind us, right? I think. No, no I you're think right. They're, they're 15. It was 15. 13 and 15 is what the trade was. Yeah. So the Jets might be a great spot for Anthony Richardson to go because you know he's sitting for at least one year, probably two years. But get him to a team like that that doesn't have an established veteran. Uh, that's going to be there for years sure. and doesn't have also doesn't have a young rookie that they're trying to develop. Yeah, so not here team. is what, what I'm hearing. Not here. Absolutely. I'd love it, but it's not, yeah. it's not for, first string kind of hitting the nose on the head while he is kind of one of these top talents, because this is essentially Malik Willis from last year, you know, very athletic, exciting quarterback. Didn't really have the passer, you know, stats to go with it. Now the biggest difference is is Malik Willis was like five foot eleven. Yeah, uh, right, right. Know, if he's staying on his tippy toes, Anthony Richardson is not that. He's much bigger, uh, and he's also playing against SEC talent rather than Malik Willis uh, Liberty talent. So you got to see. Yeah, there's a little bit of too. boost there to see yeah. him again. I don't buy into the Herney. I, I agree with you, Stoner. This yeah. is all just kind of. People are bored. We've seen too many mock drafts <laughs> at this point, and yeah. you need something new to talk about. And and this is what kind of stirs the pot. Sure enough, it stirred the pot here for us for the first uh, few minutes. Uh, let's move on to actual factual things happening hmm. here in the DMV, and that's the Chase Young fifth-year option being declined. That's about $17 million guaranteed next year that they could have had uh, you know, Chase Young on yeah. the books for uh, kind of give you an idea is the tag this year was also 17.8 million. Now what it will be next year uh, is, is yet to be determined because that that's based off of 
the contracts and just give you an idea of what we're looking at. TJ Watt is going to be making $28 million mm. next year. Joey Bosa is $27 million. Miles mm. Garrett's $25. Khalil Mack is $23. And Max Crosby is $23. Well, uh, both of those $23. just told five, me. Actually. Yeah, so you just told me that next year it's the tag probably is going to be 23. Yeah, exactly. It's the average of the top five, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever that top five is, you just went like 28 27, 25, 23. So it's going to be somewhere around $25 million. They could have had him for $17 million. Instead, if he has a good year and they decide to tag him, now it's $25 million at a minimum. If you sign him to a long-term deal, it's going to have to be more than that. That gives me a lot of pause about what's going on with Chase Young and especially his knee. Because you don't usually turn down an opportunity to sign a guy for one year. It's not this year. We all know he's going to be here this year. This is for the following season. A face of the franchise guy. A guy that you brought out there when you were modeling the new team name and the uniforms and all that. He's everywhere. Rightly so. Because I think he's a great uh, ambassador for the program. But you're saying we're not willing to give him a decent amount of money. We're telling him he has to go earn it. That's scary. And and to add to that, you have nine defensive ends on this roster. Nine. On the 90-man roster, not the 53-man roster. On the 90 that's going into training camp. Could change here and there. Shaka Tony being one of them. Ooh, he gone. Going to be gone anyway. All nine of them have expiring contracts after this year. Every single one of them. You have two of them that are like um, exclusive restricted free agents or whatever. These are down at the bottom of the list guys you never heard of. Like Abdullah Anderson, I think, has one of those. Maybe William Bradley King. But you're saying that we have no idea who's going to be on this team in 2024 defensive end, but we're not willing to give the number two overall pick $17 million when we know his tag's going to be a lot more. Something's going on, Nathan. Something's going on in that locker room and behind the scenes that we don't know about yet. I mean, they've been telegraphing this from the end of the season, so I don't think this is really too much of a surprise for many of us, right? Because this... They don't, you don't sit there with a fifth year option and go, Oh, we will we or won't we? That you know the decision, and they kind of kind of let it out of the bag early with the with the waffling, and then just kind of like anytime it kept being brought up, like, nope, haven't made that decision. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they were just waiting. And I think the timing of this is interesting because it's it's right before the draft. Yeah. It is after these workouts that the, they've been back in the building. They have been back, they've and, seen them. And Chase Young has been one of those back in the building. And I think that's that that's kind of plays this kind of interesting part there is is like what game is the front office playing with this? Yeah. Because I do think that they're doing some front office work in this regard. Now, it could be as simple as, you know, people bringing up the Deron Payne portion of this is like, no, you're trying to motivate him to get, you know, to get that paycheck. Because there is some flexibility here for the team. They don't have to take the mm. fifth-year option. They can tag him uh, next year. 
a little less flexibility in the sense that, as you mentioned, Montez Sweat, Chase Young, Casey Tuhill, James Smith-Williams, F.A. Obata, William Bradley King, Shaka Tony, who's suspended indefinitely as the goober, betting on NFL games, uh, bidding potato is what I'll call him, and uh, Abdullah Anderson. Yeah, Those guys are all gone. Uh, every single one of our defensive ends that are on the roster right now going to be gone. And mm-hmm. so there's a little less flexibility there. So you got to wonder what's going on with the Marty's and Ron and their decision-making here. It seems like maybe they are trying to motivate Chase Young. But also, now does this also tip the scales towards are they looking to potentially trade him? Or... I- or is this? Are, are we going to see a defensive end taken early? Because again, I pass rushers. I, 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 we know they're going to take early. a defensive end, but how early are they? Yeah. I've been advocating for a second round one, and people they think might. I'm absolutely nuts. I would if there's the right one at 16. I'm taking the. I'm taking a defensive sure. end at 16, and people are like, well, he's not a need right now. It's like no, but neither was flipping Mathis last year and you took him in the second round. Yeah, that's right. But I don't know. I know a lot of people think that he's going to be traded, which I don't understand how you want to trade. Not you want to, I don't know how you're going to get a trade for chase young. Who's coming off of all the bad part of his career. Mm -hmm. Not the good part. His good part is further back than what his bad part of his career is. And we don't know about this knee, what's going on with the knee. Maybe it was worse than it was before. What are you going to get for a guy like that? He's at his absolute lowest value that he possibly could be right now. Other than maybe that he doesn't have a contract and you can figure out if you want to give him a contract, talking about the team that's going to trade for him. But what are you going to give up for a Chase Young right now? A guy who's coming off, uh, 22 games missed in the last 34, something to that effect. He hasn't played much, and when he has played, he hasn't been good. Mm-hmm. Those those nine games that he played the year and a half ago, season and a half ago, he had one and a half sacks in nine games, nine plus. He got hurt in game 10. And, and so he's at his absolute lowest value. That's not when you want to trade a guy. When you want to trade him is next year and he has a big year, then you can tag and trade him or sign him and trade him or sign him, whatever. Now, I don't know what you'd get for him. What would you, what would you possibly get for Chase Young right now? Fourth rounder? Fifth yeah. rounder? You're betting on it? you're betting on somebody believing that he's still the the player you drafted second overall and you're not open. the player that you've seen over the last uh, you know, 10 games or so. Sure. But I, I looked at some of the, I looked at the 2020 draft class and whether who all got a, uh, the fifth year option picked up. And it's not as many as you would think. <laughs> and you would look at the number one, uh, Joe Burrow. That's a, that was an obvious. They've already done that. Chase Young at two did not. Uh, Jeff Okuda, who is number three, has already been traded. So uh, he he's an absolute bust for the team that traded for him. So they haven't. Four, Andrew Thomas, no. Two is five, yes. That's it, my friend, until you get to pick 13, where Tristan Wirfs for Tampa Bay. And C.D. Lamb and Justin Jefferson. That's it in the first round. 
It's like five guys. So no far, they have until next week. Who's that? Didn't you, did you not say Herbert? Herbert has not had it picked up yet. I think they're trying to work on a long. I think that's deal. a long term deal waiting. And to you've happen, got yeah. and you've got till next week. You've sure. got till Tuesday, mm-hmm. I believe. So all these guys could still have their fifth year option picked up, but not many have. Justin Jefferson, Joe Burrow, uh, Tua, and who was the other one? I said uh, I think it was uh, another receiver. Uh, Justin oh, Jefferson CD, and CD, CD Lamb are the right yeah. receivers. Yeah, and that's it. Absolute studs, absolute proven studs that have gotten it picked up already. But a lot of these other guys have not. And I'm not saying that they won't. And Chase, I believe, is the only one where it's been not confirmed. The team hasn't confirmed it. But all reports are Mm -hmm. that they are not going to give him that fifth-year option. Yeah. And, And I think it is telling, like you said, it's telling that they came out with this a day before the draft when... All these other teams who have these options have not talked about it yet. When you're, when you're talking about those guys at the top, the Andrew Thomas for the Giants, they haven't talked about that either way. So I think all that's uh, I think that's all pretty interesting. Yeah, Gus Bus saying Andrew Thomas got his fifth year picked up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick NFL Nicky, says they they don't know, but you you could yeah. be right. Nikki J uh, was the first one to tweet out this morning that the commanders are not going to exercise defensive end Chase Young's fifth-year option per sources. And Albert Breer was the one who brought it up saying Young's knee surgery was very extensive. And it'll be interesting to see how he plays into his – how that plays into his future. But I imagine this prompts teams to make exploratory trade calls to Washington this week. And that's kind of where we're going with this is like – you know, the timing of it was just kind of right before the draft. Is this where somebody offers, you know, some picks this year to see if Chase Young is that man, uh, that person? Um, mm-hmm. But as John Kime pointed out, and I pointed out earlier, John Kime says Washington's decision to not pick up Chase Young's fifth-year option wasn't surprising, nor does it signal the end of his time in Washington. The commanders don't seem inclined to try to trade him before or during the draft. That's coming from John Kime from ESPN. The, it doesn't signal the end of it, Nathan, but it ain't a good sign for yeah, his, his time it's, here. It's the uh, the light it's in the end of the tunnel has a, has a foghorn attached to it. <laughs> That's right. Watch um, out. So it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with this, and especially – uh, you remember this time last year, Stoner, it was mm-hmm. Deron Payne, mm-hmm. and it was they're going to trade Deron Payne, and they're going to yep. try to get something, some value out of that. Now, Deron Payne, defensive tackles historically are a little less valuable than defensive ends. Uh, mm-hmm. Deron Payne had an excellent season, uh, and he got his paycheck. Maybe Chase Young does the same thing, or maybe Chase Young does do the opposite, and Washington trades him during this draft. You know, we, we hear a lot of the buzz. That's something at play. What you, you mentioned his, his value is at the lowest right now. What do you mm-hmm. think could possibly be the return for, for Chase Young? If you were, if you were a GM of another team, what are you giving up for Chase Young? Wow. That, that's a good question. I, I don't know unless let's just assume all his medicals are okay. Cause we mm-hmm. don't know what his medicals are at this time. But let's assume that they're okay. I would probably give up a third rounder for him. 
What what did the Falcons give up for Jeff Okuda? Fifth rounder, I think. And he was the pick right yeah. after him. And he's played more different, games. Different position, though. Different so position. It, it's, right. it's hard there. I might give a third rounder for him, but I don't think they're going to get a third rounder for him. That's just me because I'm I'm a big dummy when it comes to uh, to doing that. But I, again, I, going back, I think it's interesting that they did pick up the fifth year option for Deron Payne, who was not picked as high as Chase and who had good years but wasn't necessarily balling out until this year. Montez Sweat had his fifth-year option picked up. That's what he's playing on this particular year in 2023. He's playing on his fifth-year option. So and now Chase is a little bit higher because he was a second-round pick, so that makes his fifth-year option higher. But they've picked up fifth-year options on certain guys Mm -hmm. who haven't necessarily at that time when they picked it up, who haven't necessarily been, okay, we're definitely picking this guy's option up. They haven't been that guy, but they did it anyway. Jonathan Allen, I I feel like Jonathan Allen, they got a deal done before the option, but I could be wrong on that. Uh, I feel like they, they got that long-term deal done. I might be wrong, but I'm sure that they picked him up, picked it up because he had already proven himself. Yeah. But it's just interesting that this is Ron's very first pick as the commander's head coach slash GM. And he was a second overall pick. And he's already basically saying, you're going to have to prove yourself in or if you want some money. $17 million for a defensive end. You want $17 million, which is, as we talked about earlier, pretty low for a, for a top-end mm-hmm. defensive end. So they're saying you're not worth that. And that's very telling to me. Very telling. Yeah, it, it's going to be a little interesting. You you mentioned the uh, the Cuda trade, which was a fifth round pick for for that one. And I mean, a lot of other people go to Bradley Chubb as a pass rusher that the Denver's uh, former first round uh, pick that the Denver Broncos uh, traded away for a first round pick um, this year that uh, they got. So that was kind of a, a not a pick now, but a pick later type deal. Uh, so. I just don't know. Bradley Chubb was a different player. It still had, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are like, well, he was injured and all this other stuff, but he still had quite a few years under his belt at this point. So he, you know, he was playing at a level and he did have a couple, he did miss a couple of years from injury or several games from injury. Um, I, so I wouldn't quite go the same way. I don't think you're going to get a first rounder out of him. I think a second would be a stretch. So I do, do yeah. think you're right there. You're you're looking at maybe a high third uh, as being your best bet in in that regard. Uh, somebody had mentioned a, a thirty the the Houston with the thirty three overall pick here. Gus Bus here. Thanks for this one. Uh, why wouldn't Houston give up number thirty three for Young and focus on offense with their first two uh, with their two first round picks? That's a that's a potential uh, option. And so you never know what is going to happen when it comes to that. So I don't think that they're looking. I agree with John Kime here. I don't think that they're going to be looking to trade, but they at least want to. I think they're fielding phone calls at least. They're going to, they're at least going to open up the lines to see who's going to give it, but they won't just give it away for anything. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be very telling uh, these next couple of days, even leading up to that fifth-year option deadline on Tuesday. Who knows? They might just change their mind. I doubt it. 
but it, it's going to be interesting. And of course, being that he was a second round pick, second second overall pick, that if he does leave at the end of his four years, then there is a compensatory pick of probably a third rounder. That's I think that's sure. as high as you can get. If and he gets signed to a big enough deal, yes, if, it would be. Yeah. So I I think that's in play in how you're deciding. Um, uh, how you're deciding to figure out which way, uh, which way they're going to go with the pick. So uh, it's it's interesting. It's all very interesting. You should check out the um, uh, check out the the polls that we did on Twitter and on the sure. community. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna um, while you're yep. doing that, I I, I was actually loading. about to bring that up. Uh, I know uh, you know what he's working on, what Stone is working on. So here on Twitter, uh, we had a poll go out. Are you surprised commanders did not pick up Chase Young's fifth-year option? 70% of the people there on Twitter said, nope, he's got to earn it. Uh, 29% saying that, yes, they will regret it. That's off of 106 votes. Our community poll here on YouTube, 165 votes so far. 78% said, uh, you know, the question there, a little changed uh thanks for that stoner are you okay with the commanders not picking up chase young's fifth year option um 78 said yes you're okay with it he's got to earn it 22 percent saying nope washington botched it let's go to the comments for this as well mm. uh mm. alcatone who i know is in the live chat right now saying even if he becomes reggie jackson one player doesn't win super bowls uh, Neil says, yeah. I want the Bears to trade nine for 16 and package it with Chase. Uh, interesting take on that one. Yeah. Uh, Starfa- Starface, uh, they're going to trade him tomorrow, draft night, and the team we trade him will pick up the fifth year option. That is actually, I guess, an option that is on the table is that if a team takes Chase Young during draft, they have the option to pick up the fifth year. Um, I don't know necessarily that they would. Maybe they would just to be able to try to get, again, two years of a young talent, uh, see uh, see what that is. So, uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. So, yeah, it was uh, actually shout out to Starface jumping in right as I read the the chat for, uh, for him <laughs> as well. Thanks or for them as well. Thanks, uh, Starface, for that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of the, – I'm, I'm surprised. Are you not surprised by the public sort of leaning – Turning on side. him because this was, Turning I mean, like you said, this was a yeah. media darling for so long uh, and and a lot of love. I, I do think most of our, our fan base is kind of turned towards him uh, and thinking that he is closer to being a bust than he is, um, mm. than he is a star player. And I think yeah. that that's, that's interesting. I know it's two, it's two seasons removed from his defensive rookie of the year season. So it's hard to, remember that far back but he was such an impact player back then so Mm. i i really thought it'd be a little bit closer especially how beloved taylor heineke was here in burgundy and gold (laughs) yeah right you think that uh, a player like chase young but that could be expectation management you know when you're you're the guy who just got off your sister's couch to win a few games (laughs) right you know people are gonna love you but when you're the number two overall pick you got to be able to perform at a higher level. So, yeah, all good points. All good points. 
Well, that's enough with the the Chase Young talk. When we come back for the game, it is NFL analyst of the Commanders, Logan Paulson, joining us here on Ref the District. Stay tuned for that. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.